0: Welcome to another episode of Go Girl! Because Women Are Powerful. I'm your host, Ashley Caprice. This is a podcast where we focus on affirmations, motivation, girl power, and girl talk. Please be sure to catch up on all the episodes. Brand new website is up at gogirlmovement.org. Also, be sure to follow and connect on Instagram, Twitter, and And Facebook at Go Girl Movement. All right, I can't wait to connect with you there. Now, today's episode is dedicated to those who are really having a tough time right now. You're trying to stay afloat, you're trying to keep your thoughts positive, but sometimes the morbid thoughts come in your mind, you have negative thinking, and some people might be more depressed or anxious or or even having suicidal thoughts. So today we're going to talk about suicide prevention. I'm going to bring in a guest who wrote a book all about it called The Day You Left. All right. So we'll get into it after this. Girls, we run this I am Are two of the most important words, and what you say after shapes your reality. I do I am affirmations on every single episode, so today's I am affirmation is (laughs) I am important. I am important. You are so important, girl. You are valuable. You are worthy. You are enough. You matter. Your life matters. You deserve to be here on this earth, okay? No matter what your thoughts are saying, your thoughts are, they come and they go. You control your thoughts. And that's why I do these positive affirmations on every single episode because I want you to think on the positive things. I want you to think about the good, the great things, the amazing things in your life. I want you to be grateful for being here. Just having another day on earth is a blessing, you are important. All that you do is important. What you give at work is important. The way you show up for your friends, your family, the way you show up for yourself, the way you show up for your partner, the way you show up in the world is important. We need you here. We need you. You are so needed. Don't ever think otherwise. Someone desires your love. Someone desires Your wisdom. Someone desires all that you bring to the table. Don't forget that. You are important. You are here to serve a purpose. You are here to bless others. You are here to learn and grow. So if you are having those thoughts where you want to end everything, and I've been there too. I have. I know specifically like three times in my life. The very first time I remember is my first job layoff. Now, if I would have known I would have been laid off three more times in my life, <laughs> then I would have been like, oh, OK. And and that's the thing. The first layoff really got to me. There were days I did not want to wake up. I had just graduated from college. I was at a company where I was learning so much about radio, morning show radio. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm growing. I'm going to be uh, I'm going to do so well in this career. And then The company was bought out by another company two weeks before I was about to graduate from college. I went into a six month depression. There were days where I didn't want to wake up. There were days where I would just lay on the floor and cry and pray and cry and pray. I didn't know what to do because that was the first time that I experienced that. But then it prepared me for the next few layoffs that I've had in my life. And now I'm like, oh, well, shoot. God got something better for me. I'm not even tripping, you know, because I did get my start at a bigger station in LA after that layoff. So it was, it was always a blessing in disguise. And right now I know you don't know what's coming up next. You're so uncertain. You're so unsure. You have no control. You don't know what to think, what to believe. The news is changing all the time. We're hearing about so many deaths. My timeline is full of people who have lost people that they're so close to. So we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do with these extra emotions that we are feeling, right? And if you're a believer, I would say pray and talk to God more. That's what I've been doing a lot more of. And also, if, if you're not a believer, write out your feelings, really journal during this time about how you're feeling and really figure out some self-care on what you can do to show up for yourself, I felt so lazy for the past month. And the one thing that I know that I was not doing that brings me joy is I usually dance. So dancing is my form of workout. So my body was really telling me to work out. But I was like, you know, that must mean I need to dance because I don't know about lifting weights and running and walking and stuff. But I'll I'll dance a little bit. <laughs> so that brought me some joy. So during this time, find what brings you joy. Find what brings you peace and reach out to someone. OK, reach out to someone if you are having Thoughts that are unlike your own and write about it. Talk about it. Okay. Help is always available. I do want to give the number for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It is 1 800 273 8255. Again, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 1 800 273 8255. But know that you are important. I know there's external chaos it's so much happening in the world around you make sure that you are taking care of the world within you all right affirmations some self-care show yourself some love reach out talk to people ask for help okay and i'm here for you if you ever want to slide through my dms on at go girl movement on instagram facebook twitter please do so okay i love you girl you got this you are so important let's say it again to ourselves one more time i am important so now we're going to get into Girl Talk with an author who wrote about suicide prevention. She has a beautiful soul. She'll share her story in her book with us in Girl Talk coming up next. Yeah. Talking, I'm super excited for Girl Talk is Miss Elvira Guzman. She is the CEO of LVGPR Best selling author, a brand strategist, a motivational speaker, TV host, you do it all. Welcome to the show Elvira and congratulations on everything. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here with you. Now your latest book is called, well first I'll, I'll rewind a little bit now. I met Elvira years ago. Um, I did a red carpet event for a radio station And you came out with a book shortly after called Your Blueprint. So it's all about getting your life in order and finding your passion, your purpose. And now you're writing a book called The Day You Left. So first, you were helping us with our life path. And now you're helping us with people who have transitioned and how we continue on with our life path afterwards. Tell me about The Day You Left, and what inspired you to write this book?
1: Well, thank you so much for that lovely introduction. Um, The Day You Left is a book that came through me, just like my other three books. I don't get to decide what books I write. It's more like when God tells me that I need to do something, I simply obey. And the way that it manifested is I do morning show segments on Univision, and they asked me to do a segment to help uh, young girls. And when I was doing research, I, I researched that the second cause of death for teenagers and kids is suicide and it's up right now, 80%. Wow. And so I decided that I needed to do something. And as always I pray and I meditate to get guidance and God told me to do what I do best, which is to write a book to help those people because I'm not able to speak to every single person. So mm-hmm. that's how the book came about.
0: And did you have any of your own experience with this? I know with um, right now COVID, right now with police brutality, right now with where a lot of people, people are experiencing a lot of life transformations. And those could bring on different morbid thoughts that we didn't know about or didn't know that we could think of, you know. So have you ever had your own experience with thinking um, about suicide and what helped you to um, write this book from your own experience?
1: Yes, definitely. When I was 14 years old, my parents were arrested by the cops and they told me that they were going to do 20 years to life for selling drugs, which was completely false. My parents had spiritual stores and they sold teas, they sold candles, they sold prayer books, and that's what I knew. And so to know that my parents might be facing 20 years to life was really, really hard for me. They ended up doing five years which was the minimum sentence because they were able to find anything in their phone records in their bank records because obviously they were not guilty right uh, but i was abandoned i was abandoned for five years but by the time uh from the time i was 15 years old to 21 i ventured this world virtually alone um with god of course Mm -hmm. um so i know what it's like to have not just one parent leave your life but to have two parents leave your life when you're a teenager and i did try to commit suicide a few times i tried it by drowning myself in the bathtub several Uh times i tried to take as many pills as i could and drink alcohol i tried to drive really crazy on the freeway to try and just get out of here Mm -hmm. but what i know for sure is that when God wants you to be here for a purpose, you could try every single thing, but if God doesn't want you to go, you're not going to go. So I absolutely have had this experience and I know what it feels like to feel like you have no one and nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's why I wrote this book, uh, because I want kids when the one or two parents leave their life, I want this this book to be like a pillow to or like a teddy bear to hug and read again and just be reaffirmed that a god is with you you're never alone and b obstacles make you stronger and if you could get over an obstacle like being abandoned you can achieve amazing things in this life
0: well that's the thing how do we get over these obstacles as children especially they go through so much and they're seeing so much right now in the world but How can we really get over the obstacles? And I feel like that's what we do often. We'll say, oh, you know, we have to think positive. We have to just get over it. But we have to really go through a process first before we come on the other side and before we realize that sometimes our pain does bring us to our purpose. So how do you um, actually get over your obstacles? And I know you speak a lot about faith, so you can speak more on that. And how do you center in? to really listen to your, your God-given voice?
1: For me, it's always been prayer, meditation, and to be in silence. Mm-hmm. That's how God could speak to us. Um, I t- When I go and I speak in juvenile halls or at at-risk high schools, I tell kids to be alone for just 30 minutes with God, and you're gonna be surprised what you're gonna start to hear. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we're always surrounded and we're never alone because we're scared of, of those thoughts. But when those thoughts clear, God will come through and God will tell you what your next step is. And you're going to realize, once again, you're never alone. Mm-hmm. God is your true parent. And yes, God gave us to um, humans to birth us. But at the end of the day, our true parent is God.
0: Yeah. And, and I believe that's true, too. You know, I'm very spiritual as well. So I'm always praying and meditating, journaling, writing, listening to the word, listening to myself. So I, I totally understand. How did you, when you were 14 years old and your parents um, went to jail, you know, what did you need at that time? Like, what would children need? Um, you know, they can know to center in and, and listen to the voice within, but is there a a way for them to reach out. Like, how can someone be there for you if you are having these thoughts of suicide or these thoughts of feeling alone or abandoned?
1: I would say number one is to seek a mentor. Mm-hmm. We can't get through this life alone. We need to have a team. And when our parents are taken away, you need to find positive role models that are around you or that are in your community to help you. Trust me, you need to tell them your story and people will want to help you. And one of those people for me was my sister Sandy that when she was 21 years old, she decided to take custody of me. And I don't know about you, but when I was 21, I was still a little hot mess. I just graduated from USC was moving to New York. I was all about me, all about my future. I was not trying to take care of a 14, 15-year-old. So uh, I definitely am so appreciative of my sister, who was my first mentor. Um, Steve Harvey also helped me. His manager, Rashawn McDonald, helped me. Their attorney, Attorney Anderson, helped me. They helped guide me in the right way. They told me that what my parents had instilled in me was always going to be right. And if I just followed that, because they knew what happened to my parents because they have been through something similar as well. Mm -hmm. And so just having mentors and people that believe in you is incredibly important to get over that obstacle.
0: Yeah, it's definitely important surround yourself with positive people and mentors and spiritual advisors and your friends and everyone. So I totally believe it. Now with your book, the day you left, you had a line in there that says the day you left, I felt my heart shatter. I felt I did not matter. Can we speak about that? Because I feel like we do internalize a lot of things and we feel like that happened because of me, you know, or someone left my life because of me or why God, why did that happen? Was it my fault? And we, we always take the blame a lot of times for ourselves instead of realizing like that's their journey in life and that's what's going to happen. And we have to realize it will affect us, but it's not our fault. So talk to me about that. That was your very first line in your book, The Day You Left.
1: Yes, I remember the day that I got the phone call when I got home from basketball practice because my parents didn't go to pick me up and I knew something was wrong. Mm-hmm. My sis I called my sister from the house phone and I asked her what happened. And at that moment I felt my heart shatter. I felt I couldn't breathe. I felt I didn't want to exist anymore and i remember getting the phone and i threw it against the wall and i seen all the pieces shatter on the floor and that's exactly how i felt
0: and wow. i felt like
1: i didn't know how i was ever going to put my heart back together i felt that i had lost some pieces that i was never going to regain i felt like i wanted to be alone i didn't want anyone's pity i didn't i just felt lost in this world and so i thought it was very important that i included that in there because When something so devastating happens to you, you feel broken and you Mm -hmm. feel like there's no way that you're ever going to get back to who you were. But I want this book to remind everyone that not only can you put your heart back together, it will be so much stronger and you'll be able to help so many people because others have not gone through that obstacle. You have built your strength, you have built your faith. Mm -hmm. And that has definitely helped me. And I will say this, nothing else has broken me since. Because now my heart is so strong that I could go through this life fearless.
0: And you know that since you were able to put yourself back together before, you're able to do it again. And you have those tools to do it again. And I tell people often, sometimes we go through a break a breakdown to get through, to have a breakthrough. So we'll have a breakdown to have a breakthrough. And sometimes God can't speak to us if everything is going so well. And, and he can't. If we are always centered and we always know God and we always know to speak to God, but sometimes it's like, oh, I made it to a certain point in my life and then you forget to pray as often or meditate as often. So really, um, I know another line, you said, thank you, God, for repairing my soul. And this could be a book about leave someone leaving you and you going through um, suicidal thoughts and whatnot, but it could also be from your own spirit and God repairing your soul from an old version of you, you might feel shattered because another version, an old part of you is like, man, what happened to that girl back there? But God made you into a new woman and a better woman. He's repaired your soul. So now that you are better to help more people. So let's talk about that, about God repairing your soul and how you now found your purpose and how you're helping other people through your writing and through your other works.
1: Thank you. Um, Definitely. I write in my first and second book that when you go through these devastating things, you end up, you grow up faster than the other people around you. Mm -hmm. I remember I was 15 years old going on 35. Why? Because I had to get a full-time job because I had to be responsible and start paying bills because I didn't get the chance to play around and go to the mall and hang out with friends. I had to hurry up and grow up. Mm -hmm. The advantage of that is that you get a head start on everyone else. So when everyone else is still doing that, you're already in go mode. So by the time I was 25 years old, I had accomplished more than people who are 40 or 50 years old. Mm -hmm. And I can only say that I did that because of the obstacle that happened to me. So now I think that obstacle and I'm grateful for it because it's what's made me the woman that I am today. And there's a quote that says, I love who I am because I fought to become her and I had to fight. It would be easy for me to say, oh, well, my parents abandoned me or my dad left me or my mom doesn't love me or my parents got divorced. Excuse, 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 excuse. That's going to get you nowhere. Mm -hmm. What we have to do is say, you know what? This happened to me. Now what? How can I benefit from it? How is this going to help me? How can I help others get through this obstacle easier and with less suffering than I did? Once we look at life in that way, the doors begin to open and opportunities come in.
0: Yeah. You have to turn your mind from victim to victor. What can I do now to help someone else? I always say that, like, even with relationships, you know, we can go through a bad breakup and then we can talk to our friends who might go through a bad breakup years later. How did I get through it, girl? Here, this is what the tools I know especially if you leave like a a toxic relationship, you know, and that's how Go Girl kind of started. Once I started shedding everything and shedding the old version of myself and shedding what I've been through, and it's like, okay, now I know how I can help other women. And pretty much it starts with loving ourselves a little bit more. So let me share different tools on what I've used to love myself more, and I'll share that with other women. You're using your pain and turning it now into your purpose, and helping young kids who are going through um, abandonment, you know, other people who might have suicidal thoughts. And so I commend you and I want to say go girl to you. We're <laughs> doing such amazing things. Um, what is your take now on what's happening in the country with the pandemic of coronavirus and we're dealing with racism and we're brown and black girls, and women, like this is our life and our reality. And I feel like it's waking some people up. What are your thoughts on it? First of all, I think that
1: COVID or coronavirus has been the best thing that has ever happened to this world. I believe that it is the awakening that we all needed. And it's a forced awakening by God. God was said, okay, everybody go to your room. Now read the Bible. Now listen to me. Now you're forced to. So that's my take on that. And I will say that, I have benefited so much because instead of focusing so much on other clients and making money, I've redirected all of that energy into my purpose. And Mm -hmm. that's why I was able to finish my fourth book. That's why I started my fifth book. That's why I'm now going to put my books on audio when before I would never even think about it because I'd be like, I don't have no time. I'm more focused on their purpose versus mine. Uh, Now, in regards to what's going on, bravo, it's about time, It's about time. I am so proud of everything that's going on because this is gonna bring awareness. And I hope, I hope that this is gonna stop racism. I hope that this is gonna flash the light on people that still have ill feelings towards everyone of color so that they can be educated, not just reprimanded, but educated because I believe that ignorance is the root of all evil. And once they know that we are all God in disguise, racism has got to stop. So I am happy about what's happening. And I just wanted to continue.
0: And that's a very good and interesting take. I felt the same way. Um, I recorded a podcast earlier and I was saying, like, the country I feel like is waking up. We're waking up to all the injustices. We're waking up to you know, just having time to be alone, we're sitting in the mirror. we we're, we're trying to figure out our thoughts and really become better. There are some people I know who are so much better now because of the coronavirus. They were able to attack their demons and they're better. They're watching more church services online. They are instead of the excuses, you don't have an excuse. Oh, I can't get to church or I can't do this. I can't do that. There are no excuses. You know, it's available to you. So I feel like it's definitely um, a wake-up call, and everyone is shaking up a little bit, but shaking up for the right reasons. And I believe a lot of people are going to come out of this much better, at least I'm hoping so. And I hope that um, a lot of people get your book the day you left and come out much better and know that there is life on the other side of your pain and your tragedy. It's not forever. Everything is temporary, the good and the bad. So really just stay content in it all. Go ahead.
1: Definitely. And I just wanted to touch on what you mentioned a little earlier about breakups. And this book can also be attributed to that or associated to that because we've all had a relationship where it went bad or they left us or they did us wrong and you felt broken as well. And you felt like you're never going to be able to recuperate what you lost. And I'm here to say that you can. I was just telling my mom the other day. Uh, when me and my boyfriend who've been together now, thank God for six months, were driving to Malibu and I was reminiscing because we passed by the portion of the beach where me and my mom have always gone to pray every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I remembered uh, when I was 27 years old, I had gone through one of the worst breakups of my life. And I remember every Sunday when I went to the beach with my mom, I couldn't pray because I was so broken and I would just sit in the beach and cry and cry and ask God, why did you do this to me? Why did you take him from me? I thought that this was the person for me. I just didn't understand it. And I remember my mom telling me, Mika, you're not able to see clearly right now. But if God is taking something away, it's because God has something better for you. Mm-hmm. And several years later, I didn't give up hope. It took me nine years to find the man that I know I'm supposed to be with but I'm here to say that it was so worth it. And I would wait another nine years if it means that I would meet the right person because he respects me. He loves me. He values me. Mm. He cherishes me. And that's what a man should do for a woman. And I know so many times we put up with so much, with too much just to be in a relationship. And if there's one person out there that is listening to this podcast that is in a bad relationship, and you feel like if you let go of that you're never going to get something else, or, you know, your time is running out, no, value and love yourself the way that God does. And once you do that, you will never let someone disrespect you ever again, because you're worth more.
0: you're, you're worth so much more, ladies, you matter. And like you said, that time, you know, biological clocks start ticking, and we see, <laughs> other women who are married with children and we're like, oh my gosh, I want that for myself, you know? And then you end up with wrong partners sometimes because you want to settle in that. And it's like, no, like you said, if you just wait, it took you nine, nine years. It'll take me however long, (laughs) but you know, we'll find or be with someone who really does value us and matter us and love us as much as we love ourselves. That's the most important part because anyone could say, the right things or anyone can do the right things for a moment, but it needs to be consistent, you know, it needs to be consistent. Is there anything else or what do you want people to take away from your book? The day you left.
1: I want people to know that God is always with you. I want people to know that you can overcome any obstacle, even being abandoned by people that you feel are supposed to be there for you. I want you to know that you have a light inside of you that you never need to allow to shut off ever. Mm-hmm. Once that light shuts off, that's our communication to God. That's how we get guidance. That's why there's so many people out here that are lost, that they don't know their purpose because their light has been turned off because something devastating happened in their life and they can no longer connect to God. I want them to know that. Turn on your light. And it's simple. How do you do that? You pray, you meditate, you be in silence, you talk to God, you work out, you eat the right foods, you you treat yourself the way that you want to be, you want to be perfect for God. Hmm. You want to be as close to God as you possibly can. And anything else that's going to steer you away, distractions, people, jobs, clients, all of that has
0: got to go. But see, it sounds so easy. And But I'm with you because I do all the same things. But I know a lot of women who are like, well, I don't have time to meditate or it's exercise or you know I'm in a rush so I don't have time to make the good meals I, I have to go through the drive through and get me something quick or whatever it is excuses but um so how do you find that balance or how did you start that journey is it taking five minutes a day committing five minutes a day to doing something is it 10 is it one day a week how did you start the habit
1: I started because I had to I was that woman that wouldn't feed myself properly because I put work before me. I put my boss before me. So I'd work 18 hours a day. I would be in heels all day long. I would barely eat, but guess what? My boss ate three meals. My boss was comfortable, but what, where did I end up in the ICU, getting a tumor out of my stomach, not being able to get up or walk when I was 26 years old. So I had to do it. I had to make that change. And that's how it started for me. And for me, it started with uh, I stopped eating meat and I stopped drinking for two and a half years. And that helped my awakening. And once I felt like I was stable and strong in God and my body was back, not just to normal, but better than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Now I know how to feed myself. I no longer eat pork. I haven't eaten pork in years because I know that that puts worms in your head and it's cost me a lot of money to go to USC. I'm not trying to lose any of my brain cells to just because of eating pork. So it, it starts with loving yourself and whether you take care of yourself now or after a sickness, it's up to you. I would prefer that everyone who's watching start to take care of themselves before it's too late.
0: Yes, be proactive, not reactive. That's what it's about because we have time right now. We think, oh, I'm young, you know, I'll I'll get to it when I'm older. And then we might see our parents who are going through things where it's like, oh, if they could have prevented it years ago, you know? So it's like we just are at the time where we can prevent stuff from happening right now. So ladies, get on it. (laughs) Definitely. Uh, And you
1: have to be good. Um, ambassadors for our family I know just yesterday I was hanging out with my mom at the beach and I was like oh what are you gonna cook mom and she said she was gonna make pork and rice and I was like absolutely not Mm -hmm. and I googled some pictures of what a brain looks like when you eat in pork and when you don't and I convinced her and she's no longer gonna eat pork anymore
0: (laughs) it was that easy to
1: help the people around us
0: (laughs) but was it really that easy because girl I try to talk to my parents (laughs) (laughs) it ain't the same they're like girl (laughs) show them what i eat
1: show them pictures i swear and if once you show them pictures of pigs eating and dogs and eating rats and eating Mm -hmm. poo poo they're never gonna want to eat another pig again (laughs) girl
0: well we'll see because i don't eat pork (laughs) either like same thing but you know some people are set in their ways they like what they like and they're enjoying it, and it's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm trying. I'll, I'll be there. I accept you for who you are now. <laughs> That's how. Well, let's
1: is. let's hit them with the vanity because we know vanity is very important to people. Once I stopped eating pork, I lost 25 pounds. All the acne in my face, I got rid of it, and my hair mm. started growing back. So okay. hopefully, that'll incentivize people
0: to stop eating pork. Stop eating pork. Stop just, you know, affecting your body in a negative way, ladies. Okay, exactly. we we are amazing and like you said we tend to take care of other people before we take care of ourselves we take care of our boss before we take care of ourselves so it's important to put yourself first it's totally okay because once you do that then you'll be better for your boss or you'll be better in your relationships a better mother a better woman a better whatever activist right now uh for the world so ladies put yourself first um elvira is there anything that you would like to leave with the listeners?
1: Yes. I would like to tell all of the listeners to please protect their energy. Mm -hmm. Keep your energy up because your energy is your health. It's your immune system. And once again, I want to reiterate, if there's a person, uh, a thing, a food, a whatever that is prohibiting you from having clarity so that you could pursue your purpose, get rid of it. Don't even think twice. The only reason that God sent us to this world is to do our purpose, nothing else. And if we're not doing that, we're just here wasting our time in suffering in vain. So I want everybody to get on their purpose and live a purpose driven life.
0: Okay. I love it. Uh, one last thing. Cause you've mentioned purpose quite a few times. And I know you say you center in and you meditate to find your purpose, but in case no one knows how to meditate or center in um, what are ways that they can, find their purpose? Are there questions that they should ask themselves? Or is there a conversation they should have? Or what should they ask God? Or what should they pray about if you want to speak on purpose? Absolutely.
1: Our purpose is what we do the best with the least amount of effort. It's something that you do that time passes by and you don't even know it. You don't even get hungry. You can't even get distracted because you're so in your zone that is your purpose. And you're, the way that you help others with your purpose is you think, okay, I'm a great writer, but if I write books that are not going to mean anything, my gift or my purpose is in vain. So you have to think, how can I use my purpose to help others? Well, you write books about purpose, books about blueprint, books about getting over an obstacle, books about how you uh, do the proper nutrition so that you can get clarity, so that you can pursue your purpose. So it's not enough to just know your gift or your purpose, you have to apply it to helping others. And that's how we can fulfill our destiny.
0: Yes, Elvira so true. So right. Um, Amazing author, please be sure to buy her book The Day You Left. Tell people how they can purchase the book and how they can follow you.
1: Thank you so much. You can purchase the book on Amazon. And I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. And it's I am Elvira Guzman.
0: Awesome, Elvira, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on to the Go Girl podcast. And you, Go Girl, for all of the amazing things that you are doing in the community, uh, through your TV hosting, through your writing, through your brand, your PR, everything. You are incredible. And Go Girl. Thank you so much, Ashley. Back at you. Now it is time for Music motivation. Motivation. What's the day without a little light? I'm just trying to shed a little light. It can be hard, it can be so hard, but you gotta live right now, you got everything to give right now, I finally wanna be alive, okay, I know I butchered that song, but the song is so important for today's music motivation, that was Logic, featuring Alessia Cara and and Khalid, the song is called 1-800-273-8255, which is actually the same number I gave during today's I Am Affirmation. It is the Suicide Prevention line. The song is all about suicide prevention. And and to be honest, when I first heard this song, I didn't listen all the way through because I kept hearing the lyrics, I just want to die, I just want to die. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I would turn it until one day I actually took a listen to the song And it's really deep and i encourage you to listen to it if you, um, to listen to it in general, just to get a sense of how some people might be feeling. In the beginning of the song, he's saying, I just want to die. And towards the end, he says, I finally want to be alive. I don't want to die. Because in the middle of the song, he's saying all of these different things, you know, like what's the day without a little light? Like don't focus on the darkness in your life. We all have seasons seasons change and they go just because things might look a little dark right now because you probably lost your job right now because your your business is not blooming right now because you know your kids are getting on your nerves a little bit more because you're trying to work and also help them out right now because things are feel so different to you right now don't focus on that don't focus on the darkness because it's going to be light again you know, the daytime is not dark all day. The seasons, it's not winter and fall all day. You have the spring, you have the sunny summer and sun that bring you a lot of sunshine and joy, right? Focus on those things. In the song, he also says it can be hard. It can be so hard. And yes, it is. But do know that you have control over all of it. You have control over your thoughts and your minds and your actions and what you're consuming that might make you have uh, more morbid thoughts, okay? Stop consuming so much of the news. Stop engaging in such negative conversations and such negative self-talk. You have control over this, girl. All right, you got this. You can get through this. He says, but you got to live right now. You got everything to give right now. and Yes, you do. Tap into yourself. What can you give right now? How can you give if you need love right now? Who can you show love to? Right? Is it a family member? Is it a friend that might be going through something? Give them some love, and more love will come to you. Show yourself some love in the mirror. Tell yourself it's going to be all right. I am all right. I am going to be okay. This is only a temporary moment. Everything is working out in my favor. I am fine. I love myself. I love my world. I attract more sunshine. I attract more light into my life. I am incredible. I can do all things. We need you. Okay? We need you. I need you. I love you, girls. All right? I know right now we're going through a strange time in with politics, with health, with racism it's a lot going on right now and it could really take a toll on you so i empathize i understand i know i know i mentioned that there were three times in my life where i had suicidal thoughts the first one being laid off the second one where i was in a toxic relationship and then the third one was just a few months ago when i was watching the news every day and learning more about death and and in my career slowed down in, in so many things. But I said, this is, this is beyond me. This is not in my control. As long as I know that my creator is still in control, as long as you know that God, the universe is still in control, you will be okay. All right. Everything is going to work out fine. Keep loving, keep giving, keep hoping, keep being grateful. Keep maintaining, keep being the best you that you can be show up for yourself. You're all you got when we need you here. You are important. I don't know how many times I want to say that, but you are definitely important. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope it resonated with you. Reach out to me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at go Girl movement. Let me know what you thought of this episode, your takeaways, um, I want to thank my guest Elvira Guzman for stepping in and sharing more about her book, The Day You Left. And we don't want you to leave. We want you to be here with us too, okay? I wanted to do this episode there's because I know you're experiencing a lot with your emotions. I know it. Even if you watch celebrities and we think they have it all together. They have everything they want. They have all the money. But you see, Tamar Braxton a couple of weeks ago was hospitalized for trying to commit suicide there was a journalist and writer for the tv show this is us jazz waters also known as jazz fly who did commit suicide about a couple months ago you know again we we see things from the outside think they're living their dreams that they're okay but they're also human you are human we are all human and we can work through this together and that's why i got you that's why I did want to talk about this on the Go Girl podcast. All right. So thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to catch up. Tell a friend. All episodes are at GoGirlMovement.org. Be sure to subscribe and follow over there because all of my podcast episodes are on that website. So be sure to subscribe. You have to put in your email address and you'll get a, a notification whenever I drop a new episode. Okay. Find something to smile about today. Be happy. I'm sending you love and light and great energy and peace. Also, if you feel led to it, please be sure to get your copy of the Go Girl Guidebook, A Woman's Interactive Guide to Self-Love. This is a book that I wrote. It's available on Amazon and it's so many tips about your mental health and getting it right, right? Your um, spiritual health, your physical health. How to get over heartbreak, how to date again, how to uh, get your finances right. So many things that make us who we are and make us a better human being is all in that book, A Go Girl Guidebook, A Woman's Interactive Guide to Self Love, available on Amazon and on gogirlmovement.org website. All right, I thank you for listening. I love you so much. And before we get out of here, we have to say it one more time to ourselves say it out loud, say it proudly. I am important. Yes, you are. Go, girl.